0: Hello and welcome back to the Edit Undo podcast. We are at day three now of the UX South Africa event and we have got a wonderful guest, one of our workshop hosts, um, Inez. Welcome. Thank you. Um, you Tell me first, first of all, you know, you, um, we only had two workshops this year, Mm -hmm. um, which you were one of. How did, um, firstly, what were you, what were you um, engaging the audience with and how did that go?
1: Okay, so we wanted to really teach people about designing for people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. And our focus was on designing for people who are completely blind, Mm -hmm. which is very different for designers because everything is supposed to be visual. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's quite, I guess, yeah, it's different from your usual day-to-day design work. Mm -hmm. And what we wanted to achieve was really just to show people that there's more that we still need to learn about like designing mm-hmm. the audio experience and understanding how that works and also just to create the the empathy I like, yeah. and and so we brought you know people from blind essay in mm. to come and participate in the workshop and test the work that our that the workshop attendees were designing mm-hmm. and it shocked people which was great i think it really
0: myself included <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly and I think that was the reaction that I really wanted it's just like oh wow this is hard first of mm. all and it takes a lot more thought than than you think of just yeah. like putting on a color blindness filter to see what that would yeah. look like so it's I
0: mean I remember in the in the workshop I sort of it kind of feels like, you know, up until this point, you've been drawing in black and white and then suddenly someone suddenly like, ah, oh, there's all of these colors that you haven't been considering. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, that was definitely an eye-opening experience. And I think, you know, with workshops, it's, it's, it's easy to just, in a way, distract people with activities and so on without mm. necessarily achieving anything. Mm. And I think one of the things that really stood out to me about your workshop was, um, Actually, getting the blind people to be there next to you, using this thing that you've made, mm. in those slightly cringy moments That's as you realise that yes. it's just not working. Yes, mm. it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And so, tell me, like, how how did you guys come upon this topic? Like, I mean, it's not something that you would pretty much stumble onto. Mm.
1: Well, I guess over time, I have been lucky enough to meet designers who are accessibility. Um, enthusiasts or or rather they they really folk that that 's like their speciality mm-hmm. so it's been really interesting just to start seeing what they are working on um and most recently, because now I work at Abso, yeah um, I look after the banking app
0: nice
1: we've recently just started doing some investigation into like how the app is performing for people who can't see mm. um. And we, we started doing, like, internal testing, which was really interesting to see the how people use our actual banking app and how they make payments and how they do the day-to-day things
0: mm-hmm.
1: that um, you never think about catering yeah. for certain people for. So, yeah, so the work at Absa I think, really sparked the passion again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, especially if you think about, like... Financial inclusion, making sure that you really allow people to make a payment safely or go mm. to the ATM without having to ask someone to enter their PIN for them. Yeah. Um. So I think that there's a big responsibility that we play by working in a bank. Yeah. Um, and and ensuring financial inclusion.
0: Mm. No, I think that is true. And I mean, I think his name was it Ch- Charles. No. Can't remember Christo. the Christopher, That's yes. right. Yes, yes. So when you're speaking about his experience, sort of trying to use um, one of the other banks, who we yes. will not name, um, <laughs> and just struggling. I mean, like mm. it's it's easy to think as accessibility as a second thought, but then when you actually watch somebody trying to use your app and actually trying to access money which belongs to them, mm-hmm. and they are unable to do so, it sort of shifts your lens and your understanding a little bit. Yeah it does um, yeah that's, a, that's a, an interesting one
1: and you have to see it like you have to be there and see how they interact and mm-hmm. that's the thing that shocks you like I've never seen anyone interacting with technology this way mm. that's the first thing that's like shocking for most people yeah. and then it's like okay I've never seen this experience before how do I actually design for it in the first place mm. so it's um, there's a whole world to it um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think uh, I mean you know just casting our minds into the future a little bit with the advent of the Alexas, the Google Homes, mm-hmm. and all of mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. the future is going in one direction. Yes. And audio is is a part of it.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: so I think it is it is high time that we start to take that a little bit more seriously, mm-hmm. and not necessarily just you know blindness as a disability, because there are a whole bunch of others that we need to take into account.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, tell me, um, stepping a little bit away from, from um, the the conference, you told me a little bit about the fact that you're looking after the the banking app. Mm. Can you tell us a little more about how you actually ended up where you are today? Like, how did you get into design? How did you step into the space?
1: Sure. Um, so, how I got into the design, I've always been a designer. So, mm-hmm. like, since I left university, I studied media. So, it wasn't UX design, but mm-hmm. it was some of the fields and we practiced graphic design and coding and things mm-hmm. um and then my first internship I got was in the the UX department because wow. um well I applied for the internship and they asked me where I would want, like which department I said I could do design I could go into development um and, but then I told them about the thesis that I was writing yeah which was Um, Redesigning the the Website for an author For his books Mm. Um, And initially I had started Just sort of visually redesigning it And then I was like But why is someone going to go to An author's website Mm. Uh, What do they want to see What does the author need from his website Mm. So I started thinking about things like that And I started doing research Into the experience of Like Books Mm. it was stories and, and yeah. going online to 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 Engage. do more and I was like what are people yeah. I read but I've never gone
0: on a, on the to yeah. the website
1: of the books that I've read mm-hmm. so that was super interesting and when I told this company about the thesis I was writing they were like oh join our UX department nice I had no idea what UX was but I needed <laughs> a job <laughs> I was like yes please um, okay and that's how I started. I had a really great mentor. Mm. Um, you know as you mentioned in your talk, like mentors can make a big difference. Yeah. So I worked with someone who he gave me books, he was patient, he mm. taught me like everything, and um, he was very smart and, and so: Amazing. yeah, it got me on the right path. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and then tell me maybe um how how have you found? the conference so far i mean we've been in lockdown for almost two two years or i don't know if it's more than that or a little bit less Mm. but it's been a while since we've been out and about as the design community so you know now that you're back in the mix how have you found it
1: no i mean that's the best part it's like seeing all of your friends again and ex-colleagues or people that used to go to meetups and, and things like just all these familiar faces and everyone's a designer so you you get each other yeah like you just you, you know each other kind of and and so it's, it's really like a safe space feel mm-hmm. safe and um and it's vibey and yeah. i kind of wish they gave us longer breaks we could
0: <laughs> <laughs> talk in chat, talk more. In chat I, more. I actually you're super right about that i've been like rationing my social interactions <laughs> to make sure that i can at least reach everybody
1: yes mm. yeah
0: yeah, I guess it's, it is good. Like, I mean, my extroverted self
1: mm-hmm.
0: obviously is super happy about this. Um,
1: my introverted self is happy, but that's because they're the designers and the yeah. people I know.
0: Yeah, we're a different breed. We're a different breed.
1: We are.
0: Um, yeah. Um, but I think maybe before we wrap things up, one last question that I would ask is like, if you were to, um, so, well, it's two questions almost. But maybe one thing that specifically stuck out for you at the conference um, over the past three days, and the second one maybe so that you can also just think about it is if there was one thing that you would change apart from the one you've already mentioned, what <laughs> would it be?
1: Okay, the one thing that has stuck out for me, um, this is, I don't know if this, it's the first time attending a conference where The company I work for is is one of the big sponsors. Mm. Um, And we had, you know, like Alex doing a a talk. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time I've, like, felt really proud of the place that I work at. Oh,
0: that's very cool.
1: Yeah. That's very Um, cool. Mm -hmm. So watching my boss, listening to the things he talked about, but then also hearing the impact it's had on other people at the conference and what they now Mm. think about the work environment at ABSA and the designers and Mm. how we are so supportive. And and it's true. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's nice and it's true.
0: Exactly. because I think too often we say all of these things, (laughs) but it's just lip service.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And and because I'm there, so I know that it's true. and um, Yeah, I just felt really proud of of where I worked. And Mm. I've never really worked somewhere permanently. Mm. So that's also new for me. Yeah. um, To actually care properly about the place
0: okay yeah that's very cool and I think um, it's good to notice that because when when it doesn't exist when you're not proud of the place that you work that sours your experience very quickly
1: it's true it's mm. true yeah
0: and then um, things
1: I would change one mm-hmm. thing I would change that's difficult
0: I actually thought of one but it's so silly <laughs> just food that's easier to eat
1: food that's easier to eat no <laughs> that is true like sitting there with a knife and fork trying to cut like I wasn't having it. <laughs> and yeah and then you're trying to chat but <laughs> yeah that it's so is, silly but it, it makes is. such a
0: big difference I was just like imagine if it was like a burger or a hot dog or like yes. something just low maintenance yeah it's
1: like some chips some <laughs> sandwich like <laughs> that would be better I agree
0: but the food was nice it was uh, nice it least. Difference.
1: conference yeah. food yeah mm-hmm. Um, but no I thought the you know, generally the, the talks were pretty good I actually would prefer like I know a lot of the talks brought in people from the the sponsors themselves mm. um, I guess that's how it works though but sometimes I wonder like what else is out there except for the people yeah. who sponsored an event Um but, as a person who works in the mm. community industry, I know that
0: your sponsors are important, important. yeah yeah because yeah. Yes. I mean they they actually make it happen in some Continuum. ways, but I think you are right there is because it, there also is the temptation when you are a sponsor to become very sponsory and yes. talk about all yes. the things that yes. you, you yes. Know, our company' doing this, exactly. and our company is doing that um, and you know, I, I think it might not even be that the company forces the person to do that. But they almost feel like they have a responsibility to make it up for the company. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a, a very good point. Thank um, you. Good job. Thank you very much for your time, in you this. Um, and it was good to have you at UX South Africa and also on the podcast. Great to you. To everybody listening, peace.